Good morning. What financial questions, real answers? This is your host, Darwin Lindsay, Certified Financial Planner with Lindsay Wealth Management. Today is Friday, October 20th, 2023. If you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You can follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. Lindsay is L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. Whole bunch of things to talk about that have gone on this week. One of the things I want to make sure you're well aware of here is uh, this is the third Friday in the month uh, for trading. So we do have options expiration that is going on today, which means volatility uh, could be increased quite a bit, especially with things that have happened here in the last week with these markets. Uh, earnings have started to come out, basically a mixed bag there. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that as well, as well as going over the current market situations uh, that we are in at this point in time. As we do look at, uh, we'll start off with the uh, S&P 500. Again, that's SPX. You cannot buy or sell directly into the S&P 500. Um, very choppy mixed sessions is really what we have had since uh, last Friday. What I thought was going to take place there was, I thought it was going to just continue downward. Instead, what ended up happening uh, was Monday and Tuesday were up days. Uh, but they made it to a new high, but not a new high on a closing basis. And then with the moves that happened on Wednesday and yesterday, we actually closed at 42.78 on the S&P 500. Now, some will say, is, is that significant or not? I will start to say everything at this level is starting to get very significant because from the low that took place uh, back on October 3rd up to the high that we had on, a, on this Tuesday, October 17th, a 50% drawdown. And, and the reason we bring this up is if this was making a correction all the way back and this is, this is why we're looking at all of this stuff at this point in time, because we are at a critical point here with the market. July 27, 2023, that was the top, that, or at least recent top, and that was at 46.07. Since then, we came down and we bottomed out there on October 3rd. Now, some people will say, you know, is that a one with a two and a possibly a three coming down, or is that a one, two, and a possible one just took place there, and we have a two that took place, and then we'll have the, the third the third leg of the third wave starting to take place? I don't know. Some people will tell you it's none of those at all. It's an ABC correction all the way down there uh, to the October third lows, and what we're starting to have is we're going to have our wink, wink, October to November usual rally that we have because the market usually bottoms in October uh, the year before an election cycle next week. And, and you could ha easily have a 10 to 15 percent rally here off these lows. Uh, so then people start asking, well, what what validates and invalidates some of these numbers? And as you start to look at that, then we then we can start looking at some other numbers. I would say that for certain that you could invalidate to the low side if we actually would get a close uh, that was above 45.41. But again, at this point in time, that's 7% higher is really where, where that takes place. The interesting part here is usually if you're having just a normal correction, 
And some people will try to tell you that's five waves that happened there from October 3rd to the 20th. If that was the case, the normal, the normal stoppage is somewhere between 50 and the 50% and the 0.618, which is 4305 all the way down to 4284. Again, we closed yesterday at 4278 is where we closed. So that is actually uh, below those numbers. Now you start to get to the more critical number. The 0.786 is down at 4254. So that's a number to be to be looking out for. With the move that happened yesterday, we closed below the 150-day moving average, which is at 4306. The 50 days at 4391, and the 100 is at 4409. The 200-day moving average is at 4231. That has risen about 21 points, I believe, since last Friday, uh, because it's a moving average. Uh, and things have been going up. That's a big deal with the market. Uh, people pay attention to that. You get a close below the 200-day moving average, and all sorts of stuff can happen, uh, especially come Monday in October. Uh, that's just the way things have always worked in the past. It doesn't mean they will. It's just, you know, sometimes those things get, get negative. As you're looking at momentum here, on a daily basis as we're looking at momentum, the uh, fast line barely reached oversold. Uh, the slow line is it, telling me that I would expect the market to be down sideways to down into Monday is what I would expect here. If that's the case with an options expiration, I could see all these numbers at least being uh, part of resistance because as soon as you go through 42.54, you are going to go down and test that 200-day moving average at 42.31. You close below that 200-day moving average, 42.31, and these computers get to reset over the weekend. I would expect that you're going to, to really retest uh, the low that we had. And again, that low was 42.16. The close there on that day was the lowest close at 42.29. So you see 42.29, 42.31, you get a close below there, uh, below there tomorrow, then that's your lowest close. You start doing that, then anyone who thinks that we're going to rally here uh, for the next few weeks, or, you know, the next three to five weeks. I've said on the show, position, position-wise, I didn't know what was going on. I said, I, I can make the case for the three to five weeks rally here, and I can make the case for the downward side, because if you do look at it on a momentum basis on the weekly with the S&P 500, the momentum tells you it should be up for exactly that. should be up for three to five weeks. However, pattern always rules. If it gets taken out, this will switch back to negative and all of that will go south and you'll probably be down for one to two weeks and you could go all the way down uh, somewhere near like 4113-ish and people will be like, well, how are you coming up with that number? Well, 4207 is a 50% retracement going all the way back from the lows that happened uh, in March all the way up to the highs that happened there in October. So that's a 50% retracement. And then 41.13, um, that would be the Fibonacci 0.618 retracement. It could move all the way back to there. So that is just something that we're definitely keeping in mind. And I would say anything that happens and gets uh, below there, you know, you're, you're really, really pushing, pushing your luck because the closing overlap would take place again. That would be... 40, 4,100, so you get below 4,100, 
which isn't that far away, especially under these circumstances. I mean, that's, uh, whatever that is, you know, you're less than 4% away from four, a little over 4%, I guess, uh, from making that happen. Uh, you know, 4%, that could happen very quickly. Uh, if that happens, be very negative for the market. There's tons of pressure being put on by the bond market at this point in time. You have a 10 year, um, note that actually got to 4.996 yesterday. Okay. I, I talked a couple weeks ago and said, I think the five handle is going to be in play. It's just the way the pattern works out. And again, the high yesterday was 4.996. Uh, there's a lot of pressure here. These big numbers matter. It may go over that and it may extend on the downside, even though, um, you know, it, it, it just, the, the Fed, uh, Jerome Powell, he, he spoke yesterday, uh, basically said he's dependent data. Again, the, the data's come up for, uh, three months in a row. You also, I mean, a prime example is let's just look at Netflix. Netflix actually one of the stocks that did well, but they hiked their prices for premium service by 15% to $22.99 per month. And before the 2020 pandemic, the price was just $15.99 per month. That's a 44% increase in three years or close to 15% per year. Guess what? That's a lot closer to what the real inflation rate is than the official CPI. And that's how that's why people are buying them and investing them because they realize they can make money because they keep continuing to raise their rates. You have other things out there that have just missed badly, including Tesla, Intuitive Surgical. I mean, these things are down seven and eight percent. WD-40 down another five percent. Uh, yesterday after their earnings came out after the bell. So you have a mixed bag that's going on here and you just see a lot of chop that's been happening in this market, but it's about to break out one way or the other. We do need to go to a short break. As always, if you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You can follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. Financial questions, real answer right back after this short break. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to Financial Questions, Real Answers. This is your host, Darwin Lindsay, Certified Financial Planner. If you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. Before the break there, we were talking about the S&P 500, SPX. You cannot buy or sell directly into SPX. And again, everything that we talk about on, on this show, uh, really, you need to talk to your financial advisor it's, it's not a recommendation to buy or sell, but we're, we are telling you where positions or at least probable positions are for the market. But you definitely need to consider your risk tolerance whenever you're making an investment decision. Cannot emphasize enough, the market right here is about to either make a turn and go strongly higher or it's about to make a turn and go strongly lower. If we do take out the low again uh, and, and really get a close that is below the 200 day moving average, which is 4231. Uh, again, the low was 4229 was the, the low that we would have to take out. And the overall low was 4216. You get a close down below there over the weekend. 
the compute what and what so people understand what's going to take place here forget the noise forget forget the politics in washington forget the middle east for, forget the the far east forget everything what's taking place here is the computers will reset they will start to go that looks like a one wave one down there's an abc correction we started a, a uh, a, a wave two that was a wave one of wave two that was the that was a wave two of two and this was i think i misspoke earlier i said wait uh, or no that would be correct and, and so what would happen the, the two has been so this would be wave three of three and if wave three of three is taking place then that is going to be extremely strong to the downside and usually is going to be at least as long as the first leg that was down which was all the way from, that was 45, 41, all the way down there to um, 42, 16. So you would be looking there uh, at basically the same thing. You're looking at another 300 points possibly down, if that was true. But that, again, that would be from, from where the top was uh, on this little one, which would be back at... Uh, 4393 so it sort of puts you right there around 4100 hmm. imagine that after all we've said and done and do all the math here it it basically works out to be somewhere right around down there around 4100 was where wave three would stop and then you would have wave four which would be a correction and more than likely would be a 30 uh, 33 to um 38% all the way up to 50% retracement before you would have wave five down so that's why these this next week here is going to be extremely crit critical for the markets even just tomorrow on, on where this actually does finish so you want to keep your eyes on that even though the momentums have it have it going up uh talking about some of the other markets here uh we'll have to move pretty quick uh through some of these but let's look at the uh, nasdaq this is just the typical nasdaq this is not the nasdaq 100 um you know, the, it, it should be down for a few days is where they are. The weekly should be going up, but it's it's coming down too. I mean, everything got a little bit bashed yesterday in the head. Um, it started to come up when Jerome Powell was speaking at noon, and then, then it all went south. And that's how come the Dow Jones ended up down 250 points yesterday. Uh, the, NAS, or the S&P was down 36. The NASDAQ was down 128 points, which was 0.96. And that Russell 2000. Is at 1.51. The reason, again, you want to keep that, pay attention to that Russell 2000. It's so much weaker than everything else, and it doesn't have very far to go uh, to really to, to get to um, to get to new levels uh, and, and take that out. It, it's not not very far at all. I mean, you are only talking about uh, 1662. So it's about the same though. It's about four percent, uh, but. It's mixed right now on the daily. The, the weekly there says it should be coming up. But if all this stuff starts rolling over, everything will go down, at least when it comes to the equity markets. So that's why we're uh, paying close attention uh, to those at this point in time. Moving on to other markets, uh, let's look at that 30-year uh, Treasury bond. Again, new lows. These are new lows that haven't been hit. It's almost, I think, new low since... Uh, I think TLT came out, which is, uh, you can buy treasuries and ETF there. I think it's almost the lowest it's ever been going all the way back to 2000. Uh, still has some room on the downside here on a daily basis. Should be down for another, 
uh, day or two is, is what we would be expecting. And once that does hit, 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 the weekly says it should be going up, but it continues to go down. Pattern would suggest that it's going to go down further. And, and more than likely, at some point in there, you will find will find the bottom here. Uh, but who knows? Because you do have that Fed meeting that is going to be coming up. And if they raise that, then, you know, that the price of these bonds goes down as those yields continue to go up. I mean, as it gets through 5% here, possibly tomorrow, or excuse me, today, then, because yesterday it was at 4.996. If it gets closes above five here, that's going to set computers off that way for it as well. So you just do want to keep that in mind uh, that the bond market is the one, in my opinion, it is definitely controlling this market. That's why we've always harped on that about being so important to be paying attention to what is going in the bond market uh, for these reasons. Uh, let's take a quick look at gold. Gold has been on a tear. It is, it is overbought uh, now seven days. Should have been coming down. It has not come down. We are expecting it to come down at some point in time. Probably we'll get back below 1900 If that happens and it holds around 1870 that's your time to get in. More than likely, that is going much higher. So the daily is overbought. Uh, the weekly is still strong and says it should be going up. But the daily says there should be a downturn here, and that would be your possibility to get in. Silver has continued higher. As long as it does not close below $21, silver may have already made the turn. Uh, so both of those are sort of indicating the same thing. If you want to play that a different way and better tax-wise, GDX and an ETF is possible in the way of, of doing that. And again, it's it's overbought on a daily basis and on a weekly basis, it's still climbing. So if, if some point in time here, again, the, everything's been strong here for seven days in these um, commodity markets, that's also going to put more pressure on the Fed as they're watching this and continue to see what does happen here uh, with, with these markets. When it comes to the euro dollar, the euro dollar is in a position at this point in time, the daily is mixed, the weekly, the euro dollar should be going up here. Probably made a weekly low last week that we were talking about. Uh, we still need to get another confirmation with another strong week up. If that happens, then I would say more than likely you, could, you can definitely play that on the upside. The dollar is in the exact uh, opposite direction and the dollar should be going down. Uh, so, Take that under advisement if you are uh, trying to play it through the uh, currencies uh, and, and do that because there, there's going to be uh, some resistance that does take place there. Bitcoin. Bitcoin had a huge update uh, on Monday. Uh, we said it was going to get probably close to 29, so I thought maybe that was already in. Well, it got up there basically, what was the high there? Um he got right around there. He got right around 29,000. And then on the daily basis, it is overbought. On the weekly, it is overbought and should be coming down. Again, that's why I expected to take out 25,000 for sure and start to move lower. This has all just been a big, long correction here that has been taking place. And we would expect Bitcoin to be going down. Oil. Oil has continued to, to rise and continue to go up. It is overbought, re, continues to remain overbought, has been overbought for uh, days. The pressure from the Middle East and some of these other countries that are, that's going on, um, putting a lot of pressure on the oil market. 
meetings, the supply side is putting, there's not a lot out there. That's what's driven the price up. However, again, on a weekly basis, this should be down all the way into November 20th. So there should be a correction someplace. You should be able to pick it up between 79.33 and 75.63. And more than likely, the long-term probability of this going anywhere between 120 to 150 or higher is going to be a high probability in the next six to nine months. And that was without anything going on in the Middle East. That was just charting. You throw on the Middle East and possibly what could happen if Iran and some other people get involved here, then it's going to explode to the upside is what's going to continue to happen with the oil. We do need to uh, go to a break. When we come back, we'll finish up with the rest of the markets. As always, if you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we'd love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. Financial questions, real. Answer right back after the short break. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to Financial Questions, Real Answers. This is your host, Darren Lindsay, Certified Financial Planner. If you do have a question uh, that you would like to hear on the show, we'd love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. Also, just want to remind people, you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter. We do put um, some stuff out there every single day regarding the market on both of those uh, formats. It's under Lindsay Wealth on either Twitter or on Facebook. So if you do want to do want to pay attention to what's going on a daily basis, I just recommend that you just follow one of those accounts and, and it's basically the same information. It's just two different ways to format it. Uh, getting back to uh, some more here on, on the crops. I think there's been a lot of question here. Again, we're majorly into the, into the harvest season. Probably some people are almost wrapping up. I'm sure uh, with the way that the weather has been around uh, here in Indiana but as we do uh, continue to look at what is taking place with the crops, I would say that both our wheat, corn, soybeans probably all hit hit a major low here um, and, and are coming off of that. Uh, corn yesterday, it actually, um, when we are talking about the December contract on the corn, uh, it was actually uh, at 13.25. Uh, the 505, so finally got back above five there on the December coin. Corn, uh, it seemed there was some news events. It looked like there was some unconfirmed uh, rumors of China showing corn buying interest on the U.S. Pacific Northwest corn was one of the things that moved that. Uh, the November beans, they closed up uh, 6% is what, what happened with uh, them yesterday. So that actually uh, took them to... 1317 is where where those are uh, and then wheat was um, wheat was up 1375 to 594 so all of those are up all of those more than likely from a charting standpoint look like they have made a bottom uh, now I will say that on the continuous contract the soybeans uh, on a daily are overbought the corn 
Corn is sort of mixed, but it probably could go up here a couple more days. But on a weekly, it is overbought. Should be getting close to a high here. So it's probably going to have a, a dip and dip back down. Uh, probably to, uh, let me see if I can do this real quick for you. It would be 480 to 474. That's on a continuous contract. On the uh, December contract, that would, which I guess is the current contract keep forgetting that uh, 486 to 482 is what where you would expect uh, this thing to come back down to here over the next few weeks uh, the December contract is not completely overbought at this time so it still could go up a little bit more on its weekly basis as we are looking at that uh, so all of these things can be played if you're not out there playing in the commodities market or you, you want to be invested in these kind of things remember the, these farmers do all sorts of things with contracts so you know, there's hedge to arrive. There's all sorts of stuff out there. You as an ordinary Joe, if you want to get into or Jane or Joe or whatever you would like to be called, you can get in there by um, one of the easier ways to do it's through an exchange traded fund. Um, that way you don't have to worry about the contract. Someone else is doing that. They're usually on a rolling three month contract is how that works. And so you can get in there uh, and, and you can be um, that's just another way to, to, to get into the crops. Uh, it just looks like it's a, probably a good opportunity longer term. Um, I would probably wait for the next cycle down when it gets, you know, they're going to come down uh, the 0.38 to 50% to uh, from, from that little movement here off the lows. And that's probably going to be the time to get in. If you're, if you're just playing the um, exchange traded funds and investing that way, then, that, then that's uh, that's probably the easier way for you to do it if you're, if you're just looking to do that in your own account. So that's just something to consider at this point in time. Uh, real quickly, the last one we will look at, uh, someone asked about natural gas. Well, again, natural gas has come down tremendously here. It's down about 45 cents. It was up to 345. We're down below three is where we are on that. Again, where it's making a correction here, we think it's probably going to go below 175. May not with seasonality, but at least from a charting standpoint, that is what we do expect to happen with natural gas. Uh, so that's just be aware that uh, the downside is a lot stronger with that than anything else. As always, if you want to have a topic on the show, if you got a question, if you want to have a stock, please feel free to send it in. Uh, 812-316-2079. You send it in through Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. This is Darwin Lindsay for Financial Questions, Real Answers. We'll see you next week.